Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke, and as always, I am joined by Pastor DJ Lura, Dana Mashevsky, and Sarah DeYoung. Hello. Yay! Went, I went the other, the opposite direction this time. I almost conf- confused myself. <laughs> so Dana hands over the red sound box to me, and I just hand it right, right back. back. <laughs> Give it to somebody who knows how to use it. Exactly. Hot potato. Yep. It's so funny, and I, I know I've said this before, but I feel bad for the folks that didn't hear the pre-conversation before hitting record because <laughs> oh, yeah. there's some good stuff that was discussed in there. We actually just talked to uh, Pastor Tom Olson about uh, like having a Patreon. A Patreon? We're, yeah. We pay to hear the stuff we don't. The, the stuff that doesn't, that, that winds up on the cutting room floor. Oh, before that podcast. That yeah. podcast, unscripted or uncensored <laughs> or... I guess, guess we're always unscripted. Yeah. But. Except for that one episode where Ryan had a script. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Wait, why did you have a script? It was it, so weird. <laughs> because I was like, I, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was saying. He was trying to be professional, yep. trying yeah. to bring a little professionalism into yeah. this, yeah. but no. <laughs> right. Uh, all so they did was got a sunburn, then. <laughs> make fun of me. <laughs> Hurt my feeling. <laughs> well, I, had a, I, I, I will say that... Um, um, sounds like last week was good. I had a really good family camp yeah. at Mount Carmel in Alexandria. Dylan and I joined with a, a, another family and we won the, the family Olympics. So Ooh. we're the, we're the gold, gold star, gold medal winners. Really? Nice. Mm-hmm. And Dylan had such a good time that he's like, we're going back next year. So this is in Alexandria, Alexandria like, outside Minnesota. of Alexandria. Yeah, it's um, there's actually an ep- uh, if you've ever driven toward Alexandria mm-hmm. going east on 94, there's an exit beforehand that I think is called Garfield, and it, it's this is where the GPS took me. It took me through that, and it's north, uh, probably 20 minutes northwest of Alexandria proper. Okay. Okay, because yeah. is that there's a, a ski resort out there too, right? So it, I have no idea. Th- this was the much. most I've ever seen of Alexandria up until this point. <laughs> it was the Hardee's and it was the <laughs> the holiday like, station. Holiday station. <laughs> sure, back on the road. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For those uh, who travel Minnesota, they, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, that Alec is usually the stop. I no, I it's never the perfect s- halfway between here and the cities. Yeah. I, nev- I never stop there. We always charge through and go to that uh, big travel stop. Um, oh, the um, if I saw it, I'd that's, say. is that that's a sock center? No. Are you talking uh, Fergus Falls? No. I know what you're talking about. It's it's, it's in between Alec and in the cities. Yeah, the mm. cities. It's that direction. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember. I'll figure mm. it out. Yeah. You don't mean Annandale, do you? No. Like clear all that that far. No, no, but is it Avon where they have the old school Dairy Queen? Probably. Where they, like, I think it's Avon. Is there anything other than an old school Dairy Queen anywhere ever? In in Minnesota? Like, they're all old school. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I mean, I would, like, uh, the the Moorhead DQ, I I would not consider that on the same plane as, like, the the 52nd Avenue one. Oh, I see. Is the Moorhead one old school as well? Yeah, or is that yeah, that would be like yeah, okay. one of the one of the classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. The outside Dairy Queens. So not we're basically saying old school well, is without uh, the grill. Okay, yeah, so just the DQ okay. chill. So what <laughs> I'm wh- <laughs> or is no it grill. <laughs> or is it Albany where that DQ is at? It's either Avon or Albany. I can't remember, but they will give you if you order a large ice cream cone. 
you better be ready to eat ice cream because it'll be so dense that you almost can't bite into it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Ryan? Yeah. We watched you eat. I was going to say, and as we all know, Ryan's always ready to eat ice cream. I am. And if you want to see that video, it's on Facebook. Well, as you say that, when he was saying that, that's exactly what I was thinking (laughs) is, okay, I'll take this to the bank from this guy, that uh, if this is thick ice cream. Clear water. Have you yeah. ever been to the uh, Holly Dairy Queen? They also have pretty thick ice cream. Nope, I've never been mm. to that one. At what point do we consider ice cream just to be like custard? What is the if it's made with fat. <laughs> is that the difference? I think so. I, I, don't I have know. no idea. Really? Custard is added to ice cream? And that, wait, fat is added to ice cream and that makes it custard? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I think so. What if you add salt to it? <laughs> oh my. What? I've been irritating. No, no. <laughs> I have been irritating Dana all week long. Oh no! And so today I went and <coughs> excuse me, I heated up my lunch and I got salt out of the cabinet, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we got talking about salt. And then she's you had one of the one of the salt shakers, salt shakers in the like the plastic container, you know, the the one use ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, she like shook it, and it was I said it's like rock salt. Or like ice cream salt. And then I don't remember what you used. It it was something about. uh, You've never used rock salt for ice cream. Yeah, something like that. And oh, yeah, she said, you've never used rock salt for ice cream. And I said, no, I don't put salt on my ice cream. I am so mad that I walked into that because I yeah. knew it when I said it. I was like, he's going to flip this. It's been all week long, just relentless. Yep. How many days till you uh, leave for he leaves Alaska? two days. Less oh. than 48 hours now. Two days, Saturday. Yeah. There's a, there's a countdown timer yep. in Dana's office. <laughs> She's got big red like X's 48 on hours until peace and quiet. Fireworks and balloons <laughs> are going to fly down as soon. Well, yep. I want to say... Um, it, it was a great trip, but I brought back something with me. I brought back the vid. So, yeah, I had COVID, and yep. I'm. I, it's it's funny how they've changed the rules. Like the first time I got COVID, it was back when it was alpha, and they didn't have vaccines, they didn't have therapeutics, they didn't know nothing, mm-hmm. and it was like they just wanted to make sure you didn't end up like with a respirator. Yeah. Exactly, and it was like uh, lockdown. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, the rules were like you are to self quarantine for like two weeks. Yeah, it was forever. And um, and if you were a close contact, you, you were also, even worse yeah, off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Then it was like yeah, it was it was the full time, and then like an extra week and a half or something yeah. like that. And so this time getting it, I looked on on the North Dakota website, and it's like uh, five days from the first moment you had symptoms. So it was like when I got tested, I was already two days in. And so it's like I was out of being quarantined and, but now I have to pretend to be a, you know, um, you look like Cobra commander, like, like Cobra (laughs) commander. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I I have a mask on through Saturday. Um, that's the only other thing that they have. So it's five days quarantined and five days Mm -hmm. masked. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) so we're getting everybody tested because, you know, something big is coming up. We have the Alaska Alaska mm-hmm. mission trip. Yep. So I take Reese with me to the testing site. And because I have to wear a mask, she has to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And we're both in my car and we're driving along. She goes, I wonder what people think when they look <laughs> over here. I said, they probably think we're like off duty ninjas. 
off-duty ninja. Because we got the mask on, but you know, you got shorts on yeah. and tank top. You know? Yeah. So that's what I feel like. I feel like an off-duty ninja or Cobra Commander now. Now that's yeah. what I'm going to say. Cobra Commander. <laughs> the yeah. Commander has spoken. You know what? You know what? The first thing I thought of when you said it, when you said that she said, "I wonder what people think we look like." Mm-hmm. I was thinking Pulp Fiction. <laughs> dorks. dorks. You look like a couple of dorks. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're your clothes. <laughs> Not gonna finish that sentence. <laughs> two days. Uh, yep. Two days. Yeah. Maybe that's part of the deal. I'm just like so ready to. No, you want to know what I think unplugged. it is? You're what? sleep deprived. There's part that too, probably. <laughs> you're sleep deprived? Like you're not sleeping? No. Well, no. Yeah, I'm sleeping. Like last night, I went to bed at seven thirty. Just getting up at two thirty in the morning. Why? Uh, I've been on on the radio before I come here in the morning. Oh, very good. Very they have good. some people on vacation, so they asked if I'd fill in. So I was there uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from three thirty to eight thirty before I come here. Are there recordings? Uh, no, no. Oh. I don't. Well, there there could be. I don't know. I never don't looked. They archive some of their stuff on. Well, they the they keep all of it. Yeah, but I mean public stuff. I, I have no idea. I'd have to look. What radio station? KFGO. So is it like, like, do you get like a radio voice? Like those DJs that are like, hey, in the morning, blah, 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 blah. Like a puker? Is that what it is? (laughs) That's a terrible name. Why is that the term? Well, because a lot of them will talk like this, (laughs) like they're puking. You know what I mean? No, No, I don't do that. (laughs) No, you don't do that. Well, okay, that changed radio (laughs) for me. (laughs) Some of like, uh, who was... um, there was a guy that used to be on an FM talk station around here. He was a national guy, but he was like that. Can't think of his name. Ed it Schultz? Was no, no, no. He was on a national. It was like a syndicated show that played here. Oh. On, a, on an AM or a FM station, FM talk station. Okay. I can't think of the guy's name. But All I can think of is. Anyway, he talked like that. Now Dana's, Dana's going to listen. Do you ever listen to the radio? I mean, you probably listen to like. No, I usually listen to my phone. I used yeah. to listen to, like, Y94. That's a good one. In the morning, listen to Y94, and it's like, they do that. You, you can get that. Can you? Well, not not so much anymore, but, yeah, they, they have s- that, the morning funhouse type oh, stuff sure. on, like, popular, popular mm-hmm. stations. Sure. We'll have that. You can tell. If you listen to it, you're like, does that person talk like that day to day? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Okay, you'd have to. You'd have to listen sometime. Mm-hmm. I, I want to. Do you I go by you. your actual like first name? Mm-hmm. On the right? Okay. Oh. Yeah. You don't so have like a, a witness protection have, like, name. Yeah. A lot oh of yeah. Do, like, nope. False names. Nope. I, I. Yeah. I go by my regular name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I so. wouldn't. Do you have people call in? I just do the news. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's in between yeah. the programming. Yeah, like at the top and bottom of the hour, the news updates. I do that. So what do you do yeah. in between while you're gather news? Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Find the news, write it for for uh, uh, on air. So, are you going to mm-hmm. the most trusted name in news for them too, or is it the, just for the us? Babylon Bee? Yes. Yeah, that's just for here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They've had some great stuff lately too. <laughs> Should see if we got any good headlines today. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so. Well, anyway, one of the things that we did at this. Um, this summer camp. And again, Dylan's going next year, which means Dylan and I are going next year. We got to, <laughs> we got to protect our title, but we're, we're bringing 
the women folk of our house with us. They don't get an excuse this time because <laughs> it was so much fun. But also, I think everybody from Atonement should come too. Yeah. We would have such a blast. And I happen to know a very good teacher and speaker that's going to be there in July next year, the Reverend Dr. Paul Cross. So I'm, I'm saying it now so that we remember to do this once we get there to start pushing people to... Let's go. let's go inviting mm-hmm. people. Let's go everybody. You're gonna have a blast. It was a lot of fun. I've been to a bunch of different camps. This was probably my best camp experience, and I got to see my son, who's eight years old, like growing his faith. Like he was he was pumped. In fact, the last service was communion, and he was like, "Why don't I get to have that?" You just said Jesus is there. I want that, and I said, "Buddy, your mom would kill me uh, <laughs> next year." First communion, then you can have, then you can come and receive Christ. So that was, that was cool. That was really cool. So, but um, our speaker was the Reverend Dr. Stephen King. And for those folks who don't know who Stephen King is, it's not the guy who wrote it. No? Shoot. It's not that Stephen King, unfortunately. Mm, Um, This one's a little cleaner. This, this this one's even scarier. Uh, (laughs) Fantastic. Love it. (laughs) Steve King's an old friend of mine. He, um, uh, Is it uh, hard for him to have that name? He usually goes by Steve instead okay. of Steve. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> King. But he um, he was pastor for many years at Holy Cross Church in Maple Lake, Minnesota, which was seven miles away from my first call. And I've known Steve for a long time. He gave a talk on the spiritual realms. Okay. Um, and his every day he would do... I, I was the preacher, so I preached a bunch of times during the week. But he was the teacher, so he would teach these three-hour sessions every day. And we talked about the spiritual realms and it, it's what is the afterlife like? And what I was surprised to discover is that it's not just that those who believe in Jesus Christ are saved and go to heaven after they die. And if you are evil, ungodly, um, you go to hell. There's more to it than that. And he, he went through the Bible to explain kind of this larger cosmology in, in terms of, of, of that it's bigger than just heaven and hell. And there's a time sequence that goes on as well. So I thought we could talk a little bit about that today. Um, I will give full disclosure. Uh, Steve King is the general editor and basically the, the guy who started um, Sola Publishing, uh, a publishing house that partners with Lutheran Congregations and Mission for Christ, North American Lutheran Church. Um, they um, are the custodians of Crossways Studies and uh, actually are, are more than just LCMC and NALC. They, they partner with churches all across the, the Christian spectrum um, with their materials. Uh, full disclosure is I am the chairman of the board of Solo Publishing uh, currently. So Okay. Anyway. Had to get that out of there. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So disclaimer. You know. You know who's really good at doing disclaimers is uh, 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 Sarah D. Young. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've done one. <laughs> and I have, technically wrote that one. I just had her read it. Yeah. Have you seen the ice cream video? I have seen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. You grossed out my wife, by the way. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Yes. Job. She liked, Job well done. She liked that, huh? Mission accomplished. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> the length and breadth and the realization of what you were doing, and then me explaining to her how your mouth was flaking off afterwards. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. It was, yep. Uh, yeah. 
Yep, that's true. And she just said, why? You know, you know what's why? You know what really had some people uh, turned around? Mm. Wasn't just the fact that I ate the whole quart and a half of ice cream, but the fact that when I was done, I made sure to lick the spoon, like <laughs> getting all of it. <laughs> there will be no doubt. the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, lick. Ryan was saying, leave no doubt. My yep. favorite part is you coming in with the little skewer things from the... Because <laughs> you just like come in, you stand in, and then you go back out. Yeah, because we had just done <laughs> s'mores before that. You I know, didn't realize you guys were recording when I came over there. So, like, well, oh. you, you know what I kind of felt bad or about was I, poor little Dylan running around the table waiting for me no, to not actually, make it. Actually, my favorite part that I cut out is Dylan coming in and being like, ice cream? And then you'd be like, no, not for you. Yeah, not for, for you, you pal. Because <laughs> he sounded this so This is a excited. personal challenge. <laughs> Poor Dylan. Poor yep. Dylan. He's at that age, too, where he, like, completely emotes. So when he's disappointed, you can tell just by his face. Like, <laughs> yeah. He sounded so excited. Yeah. And then was just, we were all like, no. <laughs> Last. And then he comes back, and you can see him kind of hovering in the back. You know, Ryan, if you were really nice. Mm-hmm. You would deliver an ice cream to their home for Dylan. What? I think you guys should. That would be enabling. Yeah. I didn't do you this. You were apologizing for not sharing your ice cream. Mm-hmm. That's that wasn't the the I <laughs> What do you want to talk about? <laughs> anyway. So Back here's to the topic. Here's the question that I pose. Um, we say in the creed, uh, Jesus descended into hell. Yep. So let's start right there, mm-hmm. and and we'll expand from there. Uh, mm-hmm. Explain to me your concept of hell. What is hell? Sarah, go. Oh, man. Thank you. I feel like I always think of hell as, like, the movie Hercules where Hades yeah. is. There's, nice. like, yep. a river of souls. Yep. The river sticks. That is the river sticks. Mm-hmm. Is that seriously what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Oh. That you're making that's, a joke. No. That's where the band gets its name. <laughs> ah, there yeah. is an actual river sticks in Greece too. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if it's still there. Learn something new. Yeah, it goes down into the underworld. Yeah, that's like what I think of. Mm-hmm. It's like jaggy rocks, cavey type. Jaggy rocks, cavey. And so, is Hades there? The dude with the flaming hair. I would enjoy I mean, it if he was. One <laughs> dude. He's. Fu- I think he's funny. So sh- I hope <laughs> he's in hell. <laughs> he's Maybe. funny. Should be in hell. <laughs> Okay. Right. Ryan? 24 hours, seven days a week watching Sandra Bullock movies. Your own personal hell. Again, we should really do that Patreon so people know what we're talking about. <laughs> we had a discussion about Sandra Bullock earlier. I don't mind Sandra Bullock. She's You're a hater. not my favorite. You're a hater. Um, so it's funny that you asked this because I just watched a sermon by Tim Mackey, mm-hmm. if you know who Tim Mackey is, and he does, uh, uh, you can find it on YouTube. It's called, I think it's called, isn't the idea of hell just plain mean? Mm. And he, and he talks about, um, you get, you, like you've talked about before, DJ, your, your, uh, Dante sort of inspired ideas of flames and a horned, uh, red guy in a suit with a pitchfork stabbing you in the rear, yeah. sending you to the pit. What's so funny? Or Homer Simpson being forced to eat like a million donuts. Yeah. Uh, but, but actually Tim Mackey's version is a whole lot scarier. So if you want to <laughs> watch, watch that, uh. Watch that um, sermon that he gives. It's uh, separation from God, I guess. Okay. It's, I mean, th- and that has 
not always been my idea. My idea was, yeah, like, like burning. Like yeah. A, like torture and torturous. lava. Yeah. Torture mm-hmm. and things. Burning. Un- unmentionables. Constant burning, but yeah. not like being consumed yeah. by the flames. Torture and yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oofta. That sounds pretty bad. I don't know if I want to hear uh, uh, Reverend Mackey. Man, <laughs> I, you know, after I was like, he got like past the point where he was like, you know, that's n- none of that is it talking about. It's not flames and pitchforks and all that. And I was like, well, okay, well, that's good. And then he gave like his. his it's worse. I was like, oh. <laughs> good Lord. Can it's I have the hell with flames again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one so, yeah. All right. Dana, what about you? So I'm going to be that millennial that immediately went and thought of Montero by Little Nas. Oh, the music video. Yep. I went there, which like. Who's Little Schnoz? <laughs> I'm going to mute you soon, I'm Ryan. I'm just going to ignore you. But otherwise, like when I was little, it was always Hercules because yeah. that's my favorite Disney movie. I'm sure. Like, Is it that bad? <laughs> At least there's a dog. Like, that think. was my thing. I was like, can I let's play with the dog? I don't think I ever saw that. So you what, saw Hercules? Hercules? Nuh-uh. No. Disney's version of Hercules that has the best music. Yeah, and it, the it really does. Jokes. It really does. And it's actually yes. fairly, um, it, it's fairly close to the Christian story. Like, like it doesn't follow the Hercules story. No. It actually yeah. follows yeah. more of a, more of a Christ. Very wrong. Yeah, it's, it's more of a Christ story. Yeah. That is not how Hercules' life went. No, not even close. Nope. Um, I was like, oh, he murdered her. How sad. Yes. We're, we're, we're joking and laughing. It's really not funny. But one one thing that I do think of is John Lovitz. Uh, uh, you remember John Lovitz uh-huh. from Saturday Night Live? Him, he played the devil all the time. I yeah. just thought of that now as we're on this subject. <laughs> See, now you brought up SNL, so then I thought of Jason Sudeikis. Oh, I was thinking Church Basement Lady. Uh, See, I'm not Church Basement Lady. I, yeah, I, thought lady. Of, I thought of the Adam Sandler movie, Little Nicky. Oh, oh yeah. never when saw it. John Lovitz is in that, and he's getting oh. punished for his sins, and he's running around going, "I deserve this! I deserve this!" <laughs> I never saw that movie. Oh, that okay. movie was weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's Adam it's Sandler. It's an odd one. Yeah, but it was weird even for that. Yeah. Like, so what is really cool is that uh, Dana and Sarah, you're not too far off from the biblical understanding of hell. Um, the word hell is an interesting one in that it's come to mean burning inferno. <laughs> and the reason why when I say that, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, what is an inferno? Endless fire. Endless yeah. fire. There's heat. Yeah. It's heat. Like, like a furnace. I think fire tornado. Oh, so, that's what I think of. So that word has its, uh, it's, an, it's an English word that sounds very similar to a Latin word, which is used in the creed. When we translate it as he descended into hell, it actually says he descended in fairness to the lower regions. That's what that word means. It's where we get our word infer, to to take from, uh, to take inside and and to to take beneath. That's what it means. It means it mean, basically we say that Jesus descended to the lower place or the under place. Stranger things are really close too in the idea of like the upside down. Mm-hmm. So the word hell actually in English is referring to the goddess of the underworld from Norse. the Norse myths, uh, Hela. If you've ever seen um, Thor Ragnarok, mm. that's where we get the word hell in English. But because in fairness sounded really close to 
inferno. Inferno came to mean fiery places, but that's not its actual meaning. It's mm. a it's a mistake in translation from Latin to English. Um, it means it means underworld, basically. Mm. As does Hades, and Hades is the actual word that's in the Bible. It's the Greek word for uh, the Hebrew word Sheol. In the Old Testament, you hear about Sheol. Mm-hmm. In the New Testament, that's when we start hearing about, about eternal judgment and so on. Sheol is the place where the dead go. And the funny thing about Sheol is that in Sheol itself, there are those that go that are comforted by their loved ones, that are in a in a place of rest, and there are those who are who are punished mm-hmm. in the same realm, the same place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, but at some point, ooh, let me get this back on again. No. At some at some point, almost broke my glasses. Yeah, this this is a dangerous room. Yeah, the last I know. Couple weeks. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> dangerous. I'm going to get hit by a mic like you did. It's no good. Um, see now I can't see. Oh, I w- the COVID is so bad. I tell you what, <laughs> the vid. I'm just gonna have to remember how I think then. Okay, so <laughs> I have to think it through. So, um, in um, in the Old Testament, you have Sheol. In the New Testament, the word is Hades, but it's not like the movie Hercules in the sense that there's a god named Hades who rules over this place, and there's a a, a big three headed dog, and and those are all Greek mythos that are attached to a place within the Greco-Roman understanding of mythology. When that word is used in the New Testament, the word is just referring, because you have Jewish people that are using it, it's referring to the Greek equivalent of Sheol, the, the place where the dead go. Okay? So, you have a couple things that happen because we we talk about like when you die you go to heaven like when I think of my mom I think of my mom in heaven mm-hmm. this isn't too far off um, because there's there's two separate places and in Jesus talks about this with a parable and you you know don't take a parable too far but the parable talks about the rich man and Lazarus and they can see each other they're in the same realm Lazarus is resting in the comfort of his loved ones he's with Abraham mm-hmm. and across this chasm is this place of torment Mm -hmm. and there is the rich man. Mm -hmm. Now these two places have names in Sheol. Mm -hmm. The place of rest is called paradise. And Jesus at the cross says, today you will be with me in paradise. Mm -hmm. Whereas this other place is named in second Peter. And it also is a location within Greek Mythology, the word is, it has a whole Greek mythos to it. It's called Tartarus. You guys mm-hmm. ever heard of Tartarus before? Yeah. Where's Tartarus? It's part of Hades. It is. It's it's, it's underneath Hades. Yeah. It's, is that the one that everyone's punished in or is that the it one? It is. It is. It's the place of punishment. And uh, according to Homer, I believe, um, Earth is as far away from Hades as Hades. Uh, Hades is as far beneath Earth as... Tartarus is below Hades. And there, that's where the Titans were put in chains. It's where the villains in the old heroics are put. There's a guy who's like pushing a boulder up a hill forever. He's in Tartarus. Um, So, but that's not how P 
Peter uses it. Peter is speaking that this is the place. Um, he's, he's, he, sa- he doesn't say the proper name Tartarus. He says Tartaru, or they're thrown down into the darkest place. And it's like a prison. So what does this mean? It means that after you die, before the resurrection, this is all hinting into the resurrection and the final, you know, at, at the end of all things, okay? Where do, where do people go between now and then? We've come to think they Limbo. go into heaven. What's that? Limbo. <laughs> well, it, right. Uh, that's basically uh, the idea of limbo or purgatory is not mm-hmm. the same as what the Bible calls Sheol okay. or Hades or the English language is hell. But hell does not mean what we think it means. It means mm-hmm. it means the under place, I guess. Sure. Um, the, the place where the dead go. Now, this way that the Bible is speaking about this presupposes that there will come a time when the dead will be risen and there'll be the end of all things and then a new heaven and a new earth will be established. This is what all of us as Christians confess, that Jesus will come again to judge the living and the dead. Until that time, they are in Sheol. The people are in Sheol and they're either in paradise, resting with our Lord, because remember Jesus says today you'll be with me in paradise. Mm-hmm. Or they're in the prison place. They're in Tartarus. Okay? Now, what gets a person in these two locations? Well, the final judgment has already happened, and it happened at the cross. And so between now and the end of all things, those who trust in Christ rest in paradise. Those who um, reject Jesus and do evil and are judged according to their deeds are basically kept in a holding cell called Tartarus until the final judgment, until, until the last judgment, the end of all things, because I said the final judgment already happened. It's very confusing. Okay, so what then is heaven and what is hell? Um, heaven is not paradise. Heaven is really God's throne room. And when you hear about heaven in the Bible, it always speaks of God's throne room. That's the throne room of God. God's footstool is earth. And in between earth and heaven is this other place, um, Sheol, where there's paradise and Tartarus. And the thing about it is it's outside of time and space, so you can't really even put it that way. That's what makes it so confusing. If you talk about time and you talk about space in this otherworldly place before the final, before the end of all things, it gets really confusing because it's outside of time and space. Mm-hmm. Thus, again, Stranger Things is right. That's the upside down. It's like another whole different dimension that you can't see, can't yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Um, when the resurrection happens, then Sheol will be emptied and those who are righteous will live uh, forever with the Lord in the new resurrection or, or in the resurrection. And it's at that point that the ungodly Satan, the demons, mm-hmm. will be cast into a lake of fire. That's where we get the, the burning idea, mm-hmm. specifically, of, of never-ending burning. I am, to speak about that, I have always been, at least, because this is all speculation, comforted by the idea that that would be an experience of annihilation. Mm-hmm. In other words, those who are damned, mm-hmm would be destroyed 
completely. And it, that when it talks about eternal, it means that the fire burns eternally, mm-hmm. not that the thing inside is eternally burning. Mm-hmm. Except in reading about the resurrection over this week, Paul makes this reference where he says, all will be raised bodily, the, the good and the bad, those who will be saved, those who will not be, all, will all be raised bodily and put on imperishability. Do you know what imperishability means? You can't perish. You're invulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean you can't feel pain. It means mm-hmm. you can't burn up. Yeah. So that got me thinking, ooh, that's pretty terrible, the idea mm-hmm. that there would be eternal punishment, mm-hmm. right? Yep. The point of all of this and the key point to remember, regardless of whether you think of when you die, you go straight to heaven or straight to hell, or if there's this time of rest and sleep, because the Bible uses the, the, the message of sleep to explain what, it, what happens after you die before the resurrection more than anything else. It means that there will be no passage of time that you will experience once you die until the resurrection happens. So what does that mean? It means that when you see Jesus face to face, it may very well be the very next moment after you die. That's also the very next moment for your mother and your grandmother and your great-grandmother and your great-great-grandmother, your great-great-great-grandmother, going all the way back through human history. That's, the, that's what the, the imagery of sleep means in the Bible, that those who are sleeping are resting in Christ. Now, this brings uh, across a couple of assumptions. The key thing to remember, no matter what, is that once you die, because of Christ, he's got it. So you don't need to worry about, you know, are you going to be in, in paradise? Are you going to be in Tartarus? If you cling to Christ, he's got this. And that's the promise that he makes is don't let yourself be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would not tell you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and bring you to myself so that where I am there, you may be also. Mm-hmm. That's the promise that we hold on to, that I may not understand what's going to happen, but just like the thief on the cross, Jesus says, you know, you will be with me in paradise. Mm-hmm. That's our hope too. What does that look like? Who knows? Because paradise is more about a relationship with the person Jesus than it is with a location within reality. Mm-hmm. Understand? Yep. Um, but then here's the other thing. This way of speaking about it makes a lot more sense for like sightings of things like, and this is just kind of weird, but sightings of ghosts mm-hmm. or people having afterlife experiences mm-hmm. or Out people. Out of body experience. <laughs> Dana's shaking your head like, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> or even the idea of. Downstairs. Dana doesn't do ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Downstairs in this very building. <laughs> nope. Or even the idea... I don't believe a word you say. <laughs> or, or people who, who talk about seeing their loved ones. Mm-hmm. This makes a lot more sense than the idea that you just go to heaven or you just go to hell. This idea of, of the place where the dead go. Mm-hmm. What's also interesting about it is that it's a bodily experience. It's not just your, like your spirit that floats up there. Your soul, who you are, your you is a good way to think of it is not without the body. From the Greek mm-hmm. understanding, the soul is body and it is um, uh, intellect mm-hmm. and it is, you know, the spirit is the, the, like the energy that drives you. But, but, and, but it's your, that's what we call the soul. Yeah. So every one of us is a living soul. And this also means that like your dog, 
because your dog is alive, it's living, it's breathing, mm-hmm. is, a soul. is a soul. Uh oh. Is a soul. Uh oh. What? Oh, we're getting into. Now we're getting into controversial stuff. <laughs> they made movies about it. All dogs yeah. go to heaven. The best. It was a cartoon. Yeah. I think it was based on a real story. Though. It's <laughs> based the best. on a true story. It's based on the Who Bible. Was that Universal yeah. that made that? I don't, I don't know. know. Sure. Fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Probably Fox. I don't dun, think. Dun, 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 dun. You know the one. Yeah, I do know that one. And I don't think it was Fox. With the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Well, this comes from a Hebrew understanding of what the soul is, and we're we're Greek-minded people in the West. We think in the Greek term, which is the soul is separate from the body, and the soul is immortal, and the body is not. That wasn't how the Hebrews thought about it. The soul is breath. It's the same. It's the same word. Breath, mm-hmm. spirit, um, and body together make soul. Make the soul. And what is the spirit? The spirit is is the fuel that comes from God, because when God created the first created Adam and Eve, he breathed into them his spirit, mm-hmm. okay? So anyway, this this kind of reconciles all those things together. The idea of just heaven and hell is usually a Greek way of thinking that your soul floats away from your body. But again, as Christians, we believe in the resurrection of the body mm-hmm. and that Christ will come again to judge the living and the dead. And what's more important is the resurrection than this idea of a soul floating up into heaven. Mm-hmm. Are you following what I'm saying and why yeah. this is, this is, it's, it was very interesting. Ultimately, as long as you understand that wherever you go after you die, it's because you're with Christ, you, you, whatever ideas you have about the afterlife, um, take off, take, take on less importance. It's, yeah. it's finding it key in Jesus Christ. So mm. questions, comments, confusions. I said a whole lot of stuff very fast. And just went plop. So. Yeah. What I took away from it is that we'll all look like the Pac-Man ghosts. <laughs> is that what you took away? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, when they're blue with the, with yeah. the X-dot mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> is God the Pac-Man just, yeah, just getting us all to the right yeah. spot? Yeah. I don't, think I, don't God, I don't think God wants to eat us and <laughs> doesn't run away when we chase him. That's true. So. All dogs go to heaven was a fox. It was Don Bluth. Hmm. Which, uh, why do you not like that movie? You should like that movie. Yeah, the but, cats, but the d- cats are evil in that movie. And I never said I didn't like the movie. Oh, okay. Don Bluth was a Disney artist for the longest time. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He um, also created the most popular video game of all time. Do you know what it's called? Tiger Woods 2001. <laughs> No. Oh. I was going to say Madden, actually, but that's not right either. It's actually um, uh, Dragon's Lair. Huh. Mm. The arcade game, not the console game. Um, it was like the, best, the, the best-selling arcade game of all time. You, you were talking about the, the uh, rich man and Lazarus, mm-hmm. um, and Tim Mackey uses that as the scripture for his message that I was just talking about. And uh, he pointed out something that I never paid attention to before, but Lazarus has a name. Mm-hmm. The rich man doesn't get a name. Right. Yeah. You know, you know what also is interesting about that parable? Mm. Even as the rich man is in his suffering and he had all good things in life, he still thinks that he can boss around Lazarus. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him to go get me some water. And notice Lazarus doesn't speak at all. Abraham, the mm-hmm. ultimate authority over both the rich man and Lazarus, because they're both his descendants, basically lays the smack down on him. Yeah. Yeah. The, the rich man is, still thinks that Lazarus is his lackey. Yep. Don't do this for me. Which speaks about that there is no mistakes in God's judgment as yeah. to who 
what what you're going to get. Yeah. Either it's the mercy that comes in Jesus Christ alone, or you're going to get what's coming to you. Yeah. And I don't want to get what's coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it, yeah. And I don't want to give away uh, uh, Tim's whole message, but it was so good because, you know, it, when you read that parable, uh, you just said that, you know, uh, the rich man's boss and Lazarus, Lazarus around or wants to uh, bring me some water or go tell my my brothers. Go tell my brothers. Never once does he say, "Well, get me out of here." Right? Help me. Right? Doesn't say it one time. No, it's almost like I deserve this. I <laughs> deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing that I will disagree with, probably, uh, in not hearing that, and and it's this assumption that hell is the place where you are separated from God. Mm-hmm. Now, for a believer, that makes a whole lot of sense. And you're separated from God's grace. But hell is much scarier than that. Mm-hmm. Hell is that place, the punishable part. Mm-hmm. Um, where God is not there for you, God is there against you. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that's <laughs> that sounds a lot worse mm-hmm. than uh, being separated from God. You know, for the unbeliever, that might actually be a... a a benefit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what, what is the saying? I can't remember who, who said it or who put these words in the devil's mouth, but better to, to rule in hell than to serve in heaven. Mm. That's not the biblical narrative at all. Right. Um, God is very much in hell as well. Mm-hmm. Cause there's nowhere that God cannot be. Sure. It's just, you know, he's against you. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Gross. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, hell is not the not the place of um, like like the devil's throne room. It's not. He, the devil is not in hell. He, that's where he's going. That's his destination. The devil is loose on the earth, according to the biblical narrative. Also, mm-hmm. according to the show Lucifer. There you go. <laughs> Never saw it. <laughs> yes. You know what bothers me about that show? <laughs> they make Lucifer seem like such a nice guy. <laughs> the best character yeah he's just he's he's got a heart of gold he's a little yeah. little quirky a little uh you know mischievous uh but he's got he a heart of gold he just wants to have fun he's he's just a hedonist that's all <laughs> yeah never saw it i guess yeah he didn't miss too much okay i did see tiger king <laughs> i think everybody saw tiger king. that's good you want to know the weird thing about like that just is weird happening in my life right now. This morning I watched Criminal Minds, which because I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, Reese, Reese could hang out with you anytime. That's her I favorite show. I don't like Criminal Minds. It, <laughs> I, oh. it creeps me out. Okay, but I'm also seven seasons in, so um, <laughs> you're halfway done. You got to finish at this I know. point. At this point, I'm like, I have to. Yeah, it is. It's almost like a marathon at that point, isn't it? Like I, I, I got, got this, this far. far. <laughs> got to finish it out. Got to at least make it to the part where all the good people leave. <laughs> The episode I was watching this morning is the one where, like, the unsub is, like, murdering people to, like, resuscitate them so that he can find out what they see when they die. Sure. Because he mm. had the same experience and he wants to know if, like, you can change that. Oh. Right. And I was like, and then you brought that up and I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Why is everything about? <laughs> everything is coming up the same message, Dana. What's, I what, like it. What does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Love it. I don't do ghosts. So anyway, ghosts aren't anything to worry about. They can't do anything to you. Are we talking poltergeist then? No, well, I don't do poltergeist mm, either. The the biblical imagery of a ghost too is is you get it's actually in the Old Testament, and it's the story of Saul calling up 
Samuel from Sheol. Uh-huh. He goes and sees the witch of Endor, which in my head I always picture her like one of those um, Ewoks. Oh, sure. she's from Endor. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it <laughs> oh, is. That's anyway, not the same. And so she's like, wait a minute. You're King Saul. You're trying to entrap me. And Saul's uh-huh. like, no, I'm not. And she's like, yes, you are. You said anyone who does witchcraft in the land is going to get in big trouble. And he said, don't worry about it. Forget about it. <laughs> so she she calls up um, Samuel. And what does Samuel look like? Well, he's not a ghost. He's not what we would think of as a ghost. He's a, he, he has a spirit, uh, what is best explained as a spiritual body. The, the scriptures say he, one who looks like a god mm. um, is brought forth. And what does he look like? Well, he's robed, for one thing. And mm-hmm. what, what does scripture say comes to the faithful after they die? They'll be robed in the white robes of Christ, right? Mm. Um, but he's there and he's basically like, why have you brought me here? Mm-hmm. And um, I was resting. I was enjoying myself. And Saul's like, <laughs> I God's, was chilling by the pool. <laughs> that's right. God's turned on me. Um, uh, the prophets won't speak for God anymore. And the bad guys are coming. And I need you to guide me like you used to. And Samuel's like, you know, this is why God took the kingdom away from you, Saul. <laughs> because you don't trust him. And now what do you do? You go and do something that God is absolutely against, which is to bother us who are in our rest. Mm-hmm. And so, just so you know, I'll see you in two days. You're going to come where I'm at, is basically what he tells Saul. You and your son. Mm. And then that's it. And so, so what, what, what is the whole ghostly uh, experience? It's not like a haunting or like, ooh. Dana. Yeah, right. That's just, was in two days. <laughs> 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 it's... You know, everything that happens in that scenario is contrary to what God um, will allow or even accept. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it, it's not as if all the spooky stories that we hear about ghosts are are valid to what the Bible is saying, but rather that there is life after this life, and it's a bodily life. Like, you're, you're a physical being, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have a fleshy body you'll have a spiritual body Mm. and at the resurrection you'll have a transfigured body like jesus does when he goes up on the mountaintop Mm -hmm. that's the type of body we will have um in the resurrection so that was kind of cool too yeah all in the bible people check the bible call me out on this stuff if you have a better (laughs) explanation feel free to talk about it there are certain things that don't work with this entire understanding of the resurrection. One is the rapture. Mm-hmm. The rapture is not a traditional biblical idea, and it's because it, it rejects the idea that Christ will come again and then the resurrection will take place. It basically says Jesus will come again secretly, and then he'll come again once all the good Christians have been taken away to safety, mm-hmm. and then there'll be seven years of hell on earth, and then, then he'll come. That's not what traditional Christianity teaches or or what the Bible confesses. Um, another idea that goes against this kind of thinking and comes more out of popular thought is um, the idea of purgatory. Mm. Uh, because purgatory is the argument that, the best way I can explain it is, is purgatory is a, is a Catholic doctrine that basically once you die, if if you're meant to be saved but you still have some sins in you, there's a, a waiting period before going right to heaven. 
that doesn't work with this way of understanding the afterlife. Um, and there's a couple more, but mm-hmm. that's about it. Mm. Good enough? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody got any questions? If you like always moral of the story, stick with Jesus and you're going to be good. That's mm-hmm. right. You'll be all right. Yeah. Don't worry about. You know a guy on the inside, you're good to go. That's right. I know a guy. I know a guy. Again, my 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 way of looking at it is when they talk about sleep, when they talk about these different realms, that's a way of explaining to people that what you're going to experience next is the resurrection. Um, but 2,000 years ago, they didn't understand about dimensions and time and space. We don't really understand it either, but we have concepts to explain it. So they they talked about this place of of suffering for those who deserve deserve it and a place of rest for those who deserve it until the resurrection happens. So there's this time frame and the sleep is like you going to sleep and sleeping eight hours. And it's been like, nothing's, nothing's happened. Like last night slept great. It was like, man, I need more sleep. I slept eight hours. I can't believe it. It <laughs> felt like two minutes. Yeah. That's what it'll be like. Um, I like to explain it this way. As I already mentioned, once you die, because of Christ, the next moment that you experience will be Christ, and it will be the resurrection. Mm-hmm. And on the earthly world, could have been thousands of years that have gone by, but for you, it will be instantaneous. The next thing you experience will be that. Mm. Okay. Cool. All right, then. Thank you. I, hold my, mm-hmm. I, I rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. Yep. That was good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. You gave me a copy of that. I, I plan on going through that. Probably not until after I... Was that mine? Was that the one uh, from no, my desk? No, this one's mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, one thing that I do need to say before we, before we head out, uh, we received a major award. We did. A we major did. award. Is it yeah. a light lamp? No, Is no. Is it from I, Italy? No, Virgili. I, I think it's... Italian. I think it's just uh, um, in uh, in 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 spirit. Mm. We have received the Todd of God Award for the best LCMC podcast in Fargo. Hey, wow. that is a high high honor. <laughs> And we humbly accept. Yep. He told me that the other day. He said, we have the best LCMC podcast in Fargo. Is this kind of like Miss America rounds? Like next we go to Miss, like, best LCMC podcast in North Dakota. And then. Wait, wait. Can we put this on, like, like on that podcast.net underneath in quotes? (laughs) The best podcast in Fargo. Almost like a medal or something or like a medallion. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Uh, is this that before is or after awesome. he watched <laughs> awesome. the s'mores video? Uh, that was after he watched oh, the s'mores wow. video. Yep. Okay. Yep. Even though he disagreed and said everybody's say, got like, poor I taste. Because <laughs> his s'more did not Everybody's got poor taste. So but, did I talk to you guys about this? Now, now that I just realized that Pastor Cross has so scarred me that I stuttered on saying awesome. You did, yep. Did you know that the word awesome in its original English was awful? Yeah, you've said that before. And it's just, it makes perfect sense. I, sh- I shared this, yeah, full mm-hmm. of awe as compared to some awe. Mm-hmm. Which one's more God? God is awful. Mm-hmm. That word God doesn't awesome. mean the same thing. No, it doesn't. You know, that's changed <laughs> it, entirely. That's changed. But it's, it's like the word inferno. It's mm-hmm. the meaning mm-hmm. has completely changed. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, yep. You've mentioned that before. Okay. Yes. Now so. I think about that How all the time. How did awful get to be like negative? Like awful? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did awful get to be awful? I don't know. I don't it know. just just mm-hmm. over time. Same as the same way that bad got to be good. Yeah, right. Just as the way bad. English has a way of yeah. evolving. When I tell you that was things. bad, I don't mean it as bad. Well, I was taking it the other way all this time. My bad. She meant <laughs> my bad. She she means bad is awful. <laughs> it is awful. Yeah. yeah, it's awful. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank Great. you. Great. Thank you. Yep. All good things. All good things. All good things. Keep up with the dad jokes now. Oh, bless your heart. Yep. <laughs> uh, that one has no miscommunication. That was great. Bless oh, his heart. that's good. Love it. Are so, you going to pray us out of here? Am I? Thought you you'd pray, I thought you'd pray for us for the mission trip coming up. Oh, I can do that as well. Okay. In my own spare time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's saving that for Saturday. Saving yeah. it for Saturday. Yeah, then there's no evidence that it happened. <laughs> what <All right>. evidence? <laughs> what? <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you. Uh, thank you for this time and for this group. Uh, thank you for DJ's time at Mount Carmel. And thank you for the people at Mount Carmel. Um, I thank you for solo publishing and and for Steve King and the work that they do there, Lord, um, that allows us to to think and to dig into your word and um, understand the meaning and uh, um, really uh, draw closer to you by what we learn and by what we um, uh, feel when we pray and when we when we speak with you. And so, Lord, uh, again, I thank you for this group and for our time, and I pray for all the people listening, that they would be blessed by um, the laughter and uh, the, the um, things that they've learned. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, now who's doing the rest of this stuff? We got the ringer with us. Go, yep. go for it. <laughs> Finish strong, right? I don't have my script. Right. <laughs> that was the Patreon version. Uh, all right, so um, if you are looking for a place to worship, you can find our services at 9 and 10.30 a.m. every Sunday morning. You can watch them live on atonementfargo.org, atonement.live, or on YouTube. Just search Atonement Fargo. I'm not doing backslash. Sorry, I'm not <laughs> doing that. You can also find past episodes of that podcast, past uh, uh um, Bible studies and things that we've done at Atonement. Just go by going to the Atonement Facebook or um, excuse me YouTube page, and you can also like and subscribe and hit that notification bell. And anytime new stuff comes out, is aren't you supposed to say that anymore? Yeah. Well, then what are you shaking your head uh, for? Just that you did it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was a shake of didn't, disbelief. Didn't even like, need wow. the script. Yeah, without the script. So uh, I think I covered everything, right? 9 at 10.30 every Sunday morning. Watch it live. Watch it later if you'd like to either way. So for Pastor DJ Laura, Dana Mashevsky, and Sarah DeYoung, my name is Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time for another riveting episode of, I'm always waiting for you to mute me now, of that podcast. Why would I, I would never do that. You always do that. You always do that. <laughs>